to the Inspired by Her podcast with me, your host, Zoe Richmond. I'm going to be bringing you weekly stories from my own business journey and experience and some other amazing, inspiring women in business to talk about their successes, their failures, their money, mindset, and how we juggle all the things, or not in most cases, to inspire you on your journey to living the life you desire and building a business that aligns with you. So let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. I'm super excited. I have another lovely lady joining me this week. This week, I've got Ash Boston joining me, and I'm going to hand over to you, Ash, to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, and what you do. Thank you so much for having me. It's really exciting. Um, So... Yeah, I am a Facebook ad strategist and I live in Sydney, just uh, south in what they call the Shire. Um, We've been living here for almost four years in Sydney. So I originally grew up out in the Central West on a sheep station. So living and moving to the Sydney was a big move um, for someone who has lived in, yeah, fourth generation, you know, sheep farmers. So this is a, a whole new world. It's taken me a little while to adapt <laughs> to uh, city so life. So like, um, what was the decision? I mean, there's probably a lot, but what was the decision that made you guys move from like all the way out west? <laughs> um, no, well, actually, my now husband was the decision I moved to Sydney. Um, so I grew up as a child out uh, out west, and then I went to boarding school in Bathurst. And uh, my parents moved when the drought hit out there, and so the idea that was we were always going to go back. Um, but the time came for me to make the decision, and I just was like, you know what, no. Nah. It's too lonely out there. Um, yeah, and then I met my husband in Sydney and, um, yeah, I was the one that could move. He's in the Navy, so, yeah, he needs water. <laughs> that's a bit difficult when you're living in the middle of nowhere. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so that's sort of our story and how I came to be here. That is so amazing. Now, I, I know a little bit about you from, um, for those of you listening, uh, Ashley and I are both in um, Tracy Harris's Social Method Society, um, which is an amazing community. If you're not in there, you really should be. Um, so I know a little bit about your backstory when it comes to business, and I know it's a super interesting one, um, but I would love if you could share a little bit about your um, backstory, how you came to be a Facebook ad strategist. What were you doing before that? <laughs> Yeah, so I accidentally fell into this world of digital marketing and social media. I had come back from living in Canada for five months and um, was looking for a job and started working in uh, real estate in Bathurst. And I was originally employed as a social media person, strategist to manage their social media. Um, and of course, cause I had, you know, I just had a Facebook profile, like obviously that ticked the criteria. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And so that's where it sort of started, but I guess I, uh, also took an interest in real estate, um, and completed my certificates and all that sort of, you know, while working there and met, went into property management for a while. And I 
you know, take my hat off to those who do property management because it is a tough job. Mm. Um, And I was just lucky enough that they supported me in that role. And I was sent over to San Francisco and San Diego to go to some of the biggest conferences in social media. And that's sort of where my love for it was like, I just remember sitting there watching, um, this lady on stage who I still follow today um, and I just was like wow like this is a job like here she is educating real estate agents on social media and digital marketing and that's where I sort of just yeah my passion started for it I guess um, and yeah it sort of I started in 2008 there and then ended up leaving in 2013 I just was sort of, you know, when some people get that urge of not wanting to go to work and not enjoying it anymore. And I was only 25, 24, 25. So I really wanted to travel and yeah, I just wanted to, I don't know, do more. I just wanted something more ambitious, something that was more challenging. Um, I couldn't grow. There was no room to grow. Um, and I was getting phone calls from other real estate agents asking like, how do you like, how do you create these videos? How do you create these walkthrough tours? And um, who's writing your blog articles? And I was like, oh, that's, you know, me. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I just, it was just sort of come from that where I was like, I could do this. And yeah, I just sort of left not knowing where it was going to end up or even where to start. I built my own website, like Googling how to build a WordPress website. (laughs) I would be horrified if I still had that as my first attempt. It was awful. Um, Yeah. And then as time went on, 2015 rolled around and I was still living in Bathurst and um, we came in contact with two guys from the States who were running a 12-week Facebook ad course. And I thought, oh, this will be interesting, you know, like it was sort of only just coming about. Yeah, and it would be fairly new around then, right? Like, Yeah, yeah, like I remember the first Instagram and how, you know, how it's come such a long way and the first Facebook ad dashboard that we had to use, you know, everything was about boosting posts then and that was like <laughs> running an ad. Um, like, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so I took that course with them and 12 weeks later um, just was amazed at the incredible opportunities that now businesses could have no matter where they lived, whether it was locally, they now could have customers in the United States, you know, um, and that's where I saw this just massive opportunity for, you know, Australian business owners to take that on board. Um, and that's where it really started. And that's where I started to shift from managing social media for clients and writing blog articles and that to then, yeah, using them as test dummies for Facebook advertising. <laughs> hey, trust me, there's this new thing. Um, yeah, and that's where that's where it started. And so I started to shift from from that to just purely providing one-on-one ad management. Um, and it was really tough. Like there wasn't many really experts, I guess, in that industry at the time. So I was sort of just. You were the expert. (laughs) It was, yeah, but like, you know, who do you go to to ask a question? There wasn't that community aspect and I really miss that. And living in a small town, um, you know, Bathurst was all 
yeah, like I'd go and travel overseas and then come back and it's like, no, that won't work here, you know. Um, yes, which... yeah, we're different here. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, it's just that's sort of where it took me and I, and I met Molly Pittman who used to work with uh, Ryan Dias in Digital Marketer. They're a big company in America and I formed a friendship with her and then, yeah, um, it's just sort of grown from there finding those connections and continually learning because it's ever-changing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Especially recently, Facebook ads. <laughs> that's a whole other story for another yeah. day. But like, <laughs> yeah, you guys have had a tough a tough gig um, lately. But that must have been like back then in 2015 to take that leap and trust yourself to know that there was more out there for you, even though you kind of couldn't see what it looked like. Um, to be able to have the courage to do that. There's probably a lot of people out there thinking right now, that's me. I'm so unfulfilled by my my job, but I don't know what to do. And it's just like, well, find something you love and and take the leap, right? And just trust that it's all yeah, going Because I was only 24 or five when I decided. And the whole reason was, I mean, I was lucky to have my parents as like growing up you know they were always there whether we were shearing or mustering or whatever we were always there and that's what I wanted to when it came to that time of us having a family that I could be there for them I didn't want to be stuck in a nine-to-five job like I wanted to be part of them you know them growing up and having that journey um and then you know obviously having my husband in defense it allows us so much flexibility now um you know when he's about to go away we can we can pack up and we can go away for a week or yeah yeah, it's just little things like that that I truly appreciate being able to yeah work from home um, or wherever and looking back like yeah it was really daunting it was it wasn't easy like it was hard because (laughs) how many 24 year olds back then were you know starting their own businesses and so I had all these older like people around me um yeah and it was really challenging. Like, yeah, really. Yeah. So that's why I spend so much time in the States because it was such a different culture. Yes. And I love what you say about the community aspect as well. Like I know that's a key element to me keeping my sanity is having those communities like SMS, like um, some of my best friends who are biz buddies um, that you can reach out to when you're like, oh my God, I just launched something and no one bought and I'm having a really rough day. Without that, like that's when people do give up if they don't have that person that they can um, kind of confide in and get support from. Yeah. And even moving to Sydney, like you would think, oh, there's more people, like you won't be lonely, but it got worse because I didn't have my friends and um, like not knowing if Phil was going to be away or not, you know, um, being away from my parents. So like that was really hard, really challenging and not knowing sort of any business support groups either. Yes. Like and not that. knowing the right ones, like there's, because there's oh, yes. being an <laughs> online business as well. Like I find there's a lot out there, but there's also a lot that are more suited to a bricks and mortar style business or to an actual, like, you know, yeah. local business. And down to earth people who are authentic, like, you know, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's where I finally discovered Tracy and Mums with Hustle. And for a long time, like, I think it took me nearly two years to actually join something like that because I was like well I'm not a mum so that's not going to fit with me and you know and I just it was probably just more excuses than anything 
But then when I joined, I was like, oh, these are my people. Like these people get it, you know, like, and that's what I'd been looking for. And like, yeah, it is just so nice to, you know, ring someone or send a message and be like, this really flopped. Like, (laughs) like, what do I do? Just can, can you just listen to my meltdown for the moment? And then I'll pick myself up and (laughs) move on. That's yeah, that's exactly right. Cause if I was to do that to my husband and like tell him that my launch just flopped, he'd probably turn around and tell me to go and get a job and be like, well, obviously what you're doing is not working, Zoe. So you need to go and get a real job (laughs) because they just don't get it. (laughs) No, it's yeah, it is hard. It's actually funny. Um, all of my cousins are actually entrepreneur or have their own businesses. So it's really interesting that uh, we've all had either started off in a day nine to five job, but have moved out and left and started our own businesses. So it's really interesting from that aspect. I mean, they are all farmers nearly, but you know, it's, it's really quite interesting to, yeah, have that family dynamic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that gives it, there's obviously something in the blood, right? Like, (laughs) There's an entrepreneurial gene in there somewhere, but <laughs> yeah. yep. <laughs> oh dear. But I would love to know. It doesn't. Is that like everyone talks about their successes a lot? But I feel like people brush over their failures. <laughs> is there like something in particular in your business that you were like it was a total failure? And and I hate the word failure. I do hate the word failure because I don't believe that they are, that anything is a, a true failure it's a it's a learning right and there's always a lesson behind it but there's usually something that you just like wow that did not work out how I was expecting <laughs> yeah I guess um in my early stages I didn't really know the direction or what I was offering mm-hmm. you know so that was a big aspect and also living in a small country town um, and just trying to get the word out there, I relied heavily on that word of mouth and referral. And so I really struggled in that aspect of trying to do things on my own, trying to find the answers on my own. And not that that was a big mistake or anything like that, but I just really struggled. Mm. And, And then, you know, probably more recently, like fast forward almost seven years um I love the teaching aspect of it and I love educating other business owners on you know Facebook advertising and digital marketing so I decided to launch a membership and this is nearly two years ago and I launched and I had one person sign up now to me that was like I put in all this hard work, I've launched, like yeah. I took all my effort uh, and one person signed up. And I could have the thought process that I went through was, well, I'll refund her and I just won't do it, you know. And then I just thought about it and thought, no, you know what, this like I'll learn something from this. Like I'll show up and I'll do the training and be committed to that. And, uh, and to this day, she's still with me. And so it's, it, to me, that was like, I don't know, it wasn't like a big flop, but I, you can feel how, like sometimes when we launch things and they're not a success, yep. how we can quickly go, well, that was a failure. Yeah. It didn't work. No one purchased it. No one, no one joined. Yeah. And, have, and you, have you launched again? 
Yes. 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 So you've obviously had more yes. people sign up. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. And I think like it comes down to if you look at, I mean, you know, it's always about numbers, right? You know, how many people did you share yeah. that with? How many people do you have on your email list? And how many times did you email them? Um, and so I have relaunched that um, three times and I'm about to actually relaunch again, but in a different structure. Um, and so, yeah, and then also, you know, launching courses and, you know, one person signs up and they're not your ideal customer, but okay, we'll learn something. Let's, yeah. let's go through this. Yeah. So I guess it's just, you know, we see, I guess we see things as everyone sees failures differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just learned to try and look at the, you know, just take a moment to breathe and, yes. and look at. <laughs> you know, what I did, what I didn't do, what I could have done better and break it down. Um, But yeah, I'm lucky that I probably haven't had too many of those moments. Yeah. But I think it comes down to mindset too. Like so many people would perceive that launch as a failure and just be like, you know, I launched this membership and one person bought, so I never launched it again. But look at all those other people that have now since joined your membership. And, and like, I think that's a, such an important thing to um, to talk about is that like a lot, that's very common the first time you launch something to actually not have all that many people purchase. <laughs> but you've got to do it again and you've got to do it again and keep tweaking and refining that process and get the word out there, right? <laughs> that's right. And there's a meme that someone shared the other day, actually, where you've probably seen it. There's a little man and he's like hammering through the dirt and there's like a pot of like diamonds at the end and he's almost there, but he gives up. And it's like, that's so true. Like you just, you don't know how close you are. Yeah. Um, and Stu McLaren even, um, cause I'm also in a mastermind and he spoke to us and he's like, you know, you just chip along and you chip along and you chip along. And he said, maybe like, you know, maybe two years later, then you'll start to get this increase. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what he called it, but and that's where I just was like, hey, hang on a second. Like, I've only been doing this for six months and I'm about ready to give up, you know. So yes. it's just that whole how you look at it and finding those positives to keep moving forward. <laughs> yes. And think about the people that you are serving, right? So even though you only had that one person sign up, like you're still showing up and serving her and she was getting so much value because she was pretty much getting you as a one-on-one coach. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> of a membership so like and sometimes we do got to think about it as it's more than just us like it's bigger than just Mm. us and and we're serving our communities right and that's what it's all about that's why we're here most of the time (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely because I love I love seeing you know people sharing their wins and implementing things you know because I mean Facebook can seem so overwhelming um scary you know investing money (laughs) Uh, there's so many things that I hear but yeah once they you know just watching him take those small steps and seeing those wins is what really lights me up it's just yeah so exciting to see that yes and I think that's a key ingredient right to running your own business because if you try and do something purely to make money it's not going to work because you are going to be that person that's like I only launched once and no one bought so I'm going to give up whereas when there's that like that purpose and that deeper why underneath what you're doing then you can show up and you don't even care whether you get paid or not (laughs) although it'd be nice (laughs) 
<laughs> sometimes it takes time, takes a lot of time before you can end up paying yourself. Yes. But, you know, it's all part of it. And yeah, just, just the entrepreneurial journey, right? right? The highs and the lows. I think there's probably more lows than highs. Luckily, I remember more of the highs than the lows. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I am a little bit like that as well. Um, When I kind of try and look back, like I know that they were there, but I'm like, I've kind of forgotten about them already, which is great because otherwise, I, like if you focus on them, then that's really going to bring your whole like vibe down, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So... You've told us about your journey. Um, you've told us about your business. And I would love, I know there's going to be people out there who want to know more about Facebook ads. So in like a few paragraphs, a few sentences without taking up the whole day, because I'm sure it's a topic you could talk about for hours. Have you got like a top tip or for someone out there who's like, I want to start Facebook ads, but I'm just not sure what I'm doing. What would be your like advice for them? <laughs> Oh, this is such a good one. So strategy is my big thing. Um, I guess it's understanding your customer value journey as part of it, knowing how somebody finds you, their experience. And people say, but how does that connect in with Facebook? Well, Facebook ads are very much like that. You know, you want to nurture them through your customer value journey. Um, and you really want to build that trust with them. Um, you know, instead of a lot of the time people are pushing sales in front of, you know, people who've never heard of their business before, Mm -hmm. and that's not what we want to do. We want to build those relationships and nurture them. Um, and so, yeah, strategy is a massive part of that because, uh, you know, people will create one ad and they don't get success, but, you know, if you've got a leaky bucket, you know, and that's a lot of the time I come across ad accounts and Mm -hmm. they're running traffic, but they've got no sort of retargeting or they're not capturing those abandoned carts. And there's so much money being left on the table there. So just understanding that strategy is a big part of it, but it's also about just starting Mm -hmm. and, you know, just implementing like whether it's just one ad yeah um and getting used to the ad manager the dashboard Mm -hmm. um understanding you know how facebook actually works and don't boost a post (laughs) anyone that joins a masterclass of mine i'm like now that you're on here you've just made a commitment to never boost a post ever again um (laughs) yeah so it's just it's just understanding because you know i think it's an overwhelming place there's a lot of changes that are always happening Mm. and people can waste a lot of money unfortunately if you know you're not following exactly the right steps um so yeah just and like I mean Facebook have a great blueprint which is like a free course that you can access and you know they walk you through um just yeah their whole sort of foundations of Facebook ads and that is a great place to start for someone who may never have you know dived into the dashboard before yeah Um, but yeah strategy is a massive part of it unfortunately like everyone hates hearing that um, because it takes a lot of work to you know 
Yes. And like I think that mapped out. And yes. Implemented. Yeah. And I feel like, is there a bit of experimentation as well to sort of. A lot of experimentation. <laughs> <laughs> if every ad I created just worked straight off. Um, but yeah, like it's always testing. It's always testing creatives, always testing your messaging. Um, messaging is so important. You know, you just want to take the time to think about, you know, how does your product solve um, you know, your audience's pain points and mm-hmm. what is what are the benefits of it? Um, we always talk about, you know, features and it's this and that, but what does it actually do? How can it help them? So that takes, you know, copywriting. It's not my strong point <laughs> at all by any means. I'm still learning <laughs> to, to really understand that. Um, but yeah, it takes a lot of testing and, you know, maybe only one ad works out of 10 that you create. Um, which is a bit scary when you say it, but you know, that you've just got to have patience. And actually someone the other day, Ezra Firestone, who um, is a mentor and he was talking about Facebook ads as if you were, imagine watering a pot plant and people like, so they start watering, you know, like the seed that they've planted and it might just start to sprout. And then we think, oh, it's good now. Like, well, that's me. I'm really good at killing plants. And it's sort of the same with Facebook. Like if you're not consistent in continually to learn and committing to it, then it's exactly the same. Like you might be just about to break through the wall. You know, someone messaged me yesterday and they said, oh, I've had this ad running for three days, but I've had no sales well, like, let's just commit to it a little bit longer. Yeah, I don't feel like three days is a very long time in the grand scheme of anything. <laughs> no, no, but they're because they're spent, you know, they're investing money. And so it's like, well, it's it's scary. Like, yeah, it's, there's know, a mindset element to running Facebook ads, I feel as well. Trusting your gut, knowing that you've done the hard work when you launch that ad and then just trusting, you know, that, it'll it'll happen um and like you said with all these changes lots is happening there so um it's just yeah you just got to be consistent yeah like most things right like yeah got to be consistently doing the thing for the results to start to pay off and and don't give up just as you're about to have that breakthrough (laughs) yeah because if we yeah if we are gave up when we first started (laughs) I don't think anyone would be an entrepreneur or have their own business if they said how hard it was going to be yeah by far like the hardest thing I've ever done (laughs) by far that's why and it's important to surround yourself with those people so that they are there to support you like you said you know yeah that is find your cheerleaders yes yeah that is that has got to be the biggest thing that I will tell anyone I'm like it's the hardest thing I've ever done starting a business but surround yourself with the right people get the right mentors um and make sure that you've got family and friends that are supportive of you and you have got this (laughs) (laughs) oh it has been such a pleasure chatting with you today thank you so much um let's tell everyone I'll pop them in the show notes but where can everyone find you because I feel like Facebook ads is just one of those things everyone wants to know about yeah so um ashleybostonhq.com really simple and that's also my Instagram as well so you can head on over there and find me there so much again for sharing your story with us and all of those little pearls of wisdom about Facebook ads um I will chat to you again soon thank you see ya bye 
Thank you so much for sticking with me right to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend and it would just make my day or let's face it, my year if you went and left a review over on iTunes so I can get these inspiring stories into the ears of as many women as possible. I will catch you all next week for another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. Thanks for listening. Oh, 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 oh,